Recording live from San Francisco, California. This is Go Filipino. Kumusta? Welcome to Go Filipino. Let's learn Tagalog with me, Chris Andres. I understand that some of you would rather take your mind off what's been happening around the world. But please, allow me to provide a glimpse of what's been happening in my homeland, in our homeland. As of this recording, the Philippines has 380 confirmed cases of patients with COVID-19, or what is commonly called as the coronavirus, with 340 active cases, 25 deaths, and 15 who recovered or were discharged. It is the fifth highest number of cases in Southeast Asia, but with more testing on the way, we expect the numbers to accelerate much further in the coming days. Luzon, the main island of the Philippines, is currently under home quarantine. Only one person per household is allowed to go out to buy food or medicine, and that person has to bring a quarantine pass everywhere. Public transportation is limited. Only groceries, banks, pharmacies, and other essential businesses are open. Even in times of great crises, the Filipino people remain resilient, hardened by the numerous typhoons and other calamities that came our way. We find ways to help one another, especially the underprivileged. May our Bayanihan spirit continue even beyond this pandemic. All right, back to our lesson, which is about sentences that do not require verbs. Yes, that is possible in the Tagalog language. Please keep on listening, subscribing, and leaving five-star reviews wherever you listen to this podcast. You can also send me fan mail, just like this one sent by Michael. Greetings from New York City. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Michael at Filipina Ang Asawako. I've been doing Pimsleur for two months, and while I enjoy it, I want more. I came across your podcast and thank you. Not only it is informative, but also extremely entertaining. Hope to hear back, my friend, Mike. Maraming salamat, Mike. I wish healthier times ahead for you and your wife. Don't forget to follow Go Filipino on social media. That's Go Filipino Pod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Or check out my merchandise on TeePublic. That's T-E-E-Public.com slash user slash Go Filipino Pod. Alright, it's time to grab your pen and paper. We will talk about non-verb Tagalog sentences after this break. Welcome back to Go Filipino. Let's go deeper into Tagalog sentences without verbs. We're not gonna tackle verbs for now because verbs are one of the most difficult parts of Tagalog grammar and we will discuss them in future lessons. The first type of non-verb Tagalog sentence is the noun sentence. These sentences feature nouns as predicates. We use noun sentences for various reasons. For one, to explain a person's occupation. For example, Guro si John sa pamantasan. Guro si John sa pamantasan. Guro si John sa pamantasan. 
It means John is an instructor at the university. The sentence is in PFC format. Word for word it's Guro Si John Sa Pamantasan Guro Si John Sa Pamantasan Guro Si John Sa Pamantasan The first word is Guro 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 is spelled as G-U-R-O. It means teacher, but it can also mean a college instructor. This is our predicate. The next word is C. 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 C is spelled as S-I. It is the focus name marker, which introduces the name of the person being referred to as the teacher. That person happens to be John, the focus of this sentence. Si John is the focus phrase. The next word is sa. 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 Sa is spelled as S-A. It is the location marker, indicating that the next word is the location where John teaches which is pamantasan, pamantasan, pamantasan. Pamantasan is spelled as P-A-M-A-N-T-A-S-A-N. It means university. Sa pamantasan is the complement phrase. Another example, Abogado ang panauhin ni Carla. Abogado ang panauhin ni Carla. Abogado ang panauhin ni Carla. It means, Carla's visitor is a lawyer. The sentence is in PFC format. Word for word, it's Abogado ang panauhin ni Carla. Abogado ang panauhin ni Carla. Abogado ang panauhin ni Carla. The first word is abogado. 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 Abogado is spelled as A, B, O. G-A-D-O It means lawyer, the predicate of the sentence. We borrowed it from Spanish. By default, abogado is gender neutral. But if you want to specify that the lawyer is female, you say abogada. 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 The next word is ang. 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 Ang is spelled as A-N-G. It is the focus marker, which introduces the noun that is the focus of the sentence. 
The next word is panauhin. 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 Panauhin is spelled as P A N A U H I N. It means guest or visitor. The focus of the sentence. Ang panauhin is the focus phrase. After that, we have ni. 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 Ni is spelled as N I. It is the possession name marker, which means that the word before this, panauhin, is a possession of the person after this, who happens to be Carla. Panauhin ni Carla means Carla's visitor, while ni Carla is the complement phrase. The second usage of noun sentences is to explain a person's nationality, ethnicity, or citizenship. For example, Americano si Roger. Americano si Roger. Americano si Roger. It means Roger is an American. This sentence is in PF format. Word for word, it's Americano. Si Roger. Americano. Si Roger. Americano. Si Roger. The first word is Americano. 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 Americano is spelled as A M E R I. K A N O. It means American. This is the predicate of the sentence. The next word is C. 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 C is spelled as S I. It is the focus name marker, which introduces the name of the American and the focus of the sentence. Who happens to be Roger? See, Roger is the focus phrase. Another example: Filipino ang inanidaren. Filipino ang inanidaren. Filipino ang inanidaren. It means Darren's mother is Filipino. This sentence is in PFC format. Word for word, it's Filipino. Ang Ina, ni, daren, Filipino, ang, ina, ni, daren, Filipino, ang, ina, ni, daren. The first word is Filipino, Filipino, Filipino. Filipino is spelled as F I L I P I N O. Filipino refers to the people who resides in the Philippines or who came from the Philippines. This is the predicate of the sentence. The next word is ang 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 ang. 
is spelled as A-N-G. It is the focus marker, which introduces the main noun of this sentence, which is ina, ina, ina. Ina is spelled as I-N-A. It means mother, the focus of the sentence. Ang ina is the focus phrase. The next word is ni. 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 Ni is spelled as N-I. It is the possession name marker, which means that the word before this, ina, is a possession of the person after this, who happens to be Darren. Inani Darren means Darren's mother, while ni Darren is the complement phrase. The third usage of noun sentences is to demonstrate possession. For example, laruan ng aso yan. Laruan ng aso yan. Laruan ng aso yan. It means, that is a dog's toy. This sentence is in PCF format. Word for word it's, laruan, nang, aso, yan. Laruan, nang, aso, yan. Laruan, nang, aso, yan. The first word is laruan, 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 laruan is spelled as L-A-R-U-A-N. It means toy, the predicate of this sentence. The next word is nang, nang, nang. Nang is spelled as NG. In this context, it is the possession marker. It means that the noun before this, which is laruan, is a possession of the noun after this, which happens to be aso. 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 Aso is spelled as A-S-O. It means dog. The owner of the toy. Laruan ng aso means dog's toy, while ng aso is the complement phrase. The next word is yan. 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 Yan is spelled as apostrophe y-a-n. It is the contraction of yan. Yan. Iyan, which means that, the focus of the sentence. Another example, pusa niya to, pusa niya to, pusa niya to. It means, this is his or her cat. The sentence is in PCF format. Word for word, it's pusa niya. To. Pusa. Nya. To. Pusa. Nya. To.
The first word is pusa. 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 Pusa is spelled as P-U-S-A. It means cat. The predicate of this sentence. The next word is nia. 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 Nia is spelled as N I Y A. It means his or her, the person who owns the cat. This is the complement of the sentence. After that, we have to. 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 To is spelled as apostrophe T O. It is the contraction of ito. 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 Which means this. The focus of the sentence. Another usage of noun sentence involves the focus being a verb in noun form. So we will tackle that in a future lesson. We will discuss the next type of non-verb Tagalog sentence after this break. We're back at Go Filipino. The next type of non-verb Tagalog sentence is the adjective sentence. This features adjectives as the predicate. It is mostly used to describe the focus. For example, makulay ang syudad. Makulay ang syudad. Makulay ang syudad. It means the city is colorful. This sentence is in PF format. Word for word, it's makulay ang syudad. Makulay ang Shudad Makulay Ang Shudad The first word is Makulay 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 is spelled as M-A-K-U-L-A-Y It means colorful the predicate of this sentence. It comes from the root word kulay. 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 Which means color. And then we add the ma prefix to become an adjective or colorful. The next word is ang. 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 Ang is spelled as a ng it is the focus marker which introduces the main noun of the sentence and that is ciudad 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 is spelled as s i y u d a d it means city the focus of the sentence we borrowed it from Spanish. Ang ciudad is the focus phrase. Another example. Madaldal sila. Madaldal sila. 
madaldal sila. It means they are chatty or they are talkative. This sentence is in PF format. Word for word it's madaldal sila. Madaldal sila. Madaldal sila. The first word is madaldal. 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 Madaldal is spelled as M-A-D-A-L-D-A-L. It means chari. This is the predicate of the sentence. It comes from the root word daldal. 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 Which means babble or talkativeness. And then we add the ma prefix to become an adjective or chari. The next word is sila. 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 Sila is spelled as S-I-L-A. It means they. This is the focus of the sentence. We can also use adjective sentences to describe a locative complement phrase, which are introduced by sa, kai, or kina. For example, masama sa katawan ang asukal. Masama sa katawan ang asukal. Masama sa katawan ang asukal. It means sugar is bad for the body. This sentence follows the PCF format. Word for word it's masama sa katawan ang asukal. Masama sa katawan ang asukal. Masama sa katawan Ang asukal. The first word is masama. 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 Masama is spelled as M-A-S-A-M-A. It means bad. The adjective that serves as the predicate of this sentence. The next word is sa. 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 Sa is spelled as S-A. It is the location marker, which introduces the noun where it is bad. The next word is katawan. 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 Katawan is spelled as K-A-T-A-W. A N. It means body, the location where it is bad. Sakatawan is the complement phrase. The next word is ang. 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 Ang is spelled as A N G. It is the focus marker, which introduces the main noun of the sentence that happens to be bad for the body. And that is 
Asokal. 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 Asokal is spelled as A S U K A L. It means sugar. The focus of the sentence. We borrowed it from Spanish. Ang asukal is the focus phrase. Another example. Masikip kay Caroline ang sapatos. Masikip kay Caroline ang sapatos. Masikip kay Caroline ang sapatos. It means the shoe is tight on Caroline. This sentence follows the PCF format. Word for word it's masikip kay Caroline ang sapatos. Masikip kay Caroline ang sapatos. Masikip kay Caroline ang sapatos. The first word is masikip. 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 Masikip is spelled as M-A-S-I-K-I-P. It means tight. The predicate of this sentence. It comes from the root word sikip. 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 Which means tightness. And then we add the ma prefix to become an adjective or tight. The next word is kai. 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 Kai is spelled as K-A-Y. It is the locative name marker, which introduces the person who is feeling tight. That person happens to be Caroline. Kai Caroline is the complement phrase. Up next we have ang. 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 Ang is spelled as A-N-G. It is the focus marker which introduces the main noun of the sentence. And that is sapatos. 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 Sapatos is spelled as S-A-P-A-T-O-S. It means shoe or shoes. The focus of the sentence. Ang sapatos is the focus phrase. Another usage of the adjective sentence requires the focus to be an action word, which we will discuss in a future lesson. The next type of non-verb sentence will be discussed after this break. Welcome back to Go Filipino. The next type of non-verb sentence is called existential sentences. These sentences express the presence or absence of something in a sentence. It may or may not have a focus, depending on the context. To express the presence of something, we add this word at the beginning of the sentence. May. May. 
Mai. Mai is spelled as M-A-Y. It is the presence particle, which means there is. An alternate version of Mai is Mayroon. 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 Mayroon is spelled as M-A-Y-R-O-O-N, which is also a way of saying, yes, there is. For the sake of making this lesson easy, we will stick to just using my. Here's an example of an existential sentence with a focus. May sakit ang anak ni Janice. May sakit ang anak ni Janice. May sakit ang anak ni Janice. It means Janice's child has an illness or Janice's child is sick. This sentence follows the PFC format. Word for word it's may sakit ang anak ni Janice may sakit ang anak ni Janice may sakit ang anak ni Janice The first word is may 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 is spelled as M-A-Y. It is the presence particle, which means that the next word is present. And that is sakit. 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 Sakit is spelled as S-A-K-I-T. It means illness or disease. My sakit is the predicate phrase, which means there is an illness. The next word is ang. 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 Ang is spelled as A-N-G. It is the focus marker, which introduces the main noun of the sentence and what has an illness. And that noun is anak. 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 Anak is spelled as A-N-A-K. It means child. The focus of the sentence. Ang anak is the focus phrase. After that, we have ni. 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 Ni is spelled as N-I. It is the possession name marker which means that the noun before it, which is anak, is owned by the person after it, who happens to be Janice. Anak ni Janice means Janice's child, while ni Janice is the complement phrase. Here is an example of an existential sentence without a focus. May kislap sa yung mata. May kislap sa yung mata. May kislap sa yung mata. 
it means there is a sparkle in your eye. This sentence follows the PC format. Word for word it's my kislap sa iyong mata. My kislap sa iyong mata. My kislap sa iyong mata. The first word is my. 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 My is spelled as M A Y. It is the presence particle, which means that the next word is present. And that is kislap. 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 Kislap is spelled as K I S L A P. It means sparkle. My kislap is the predicate phrase, which means there is a sparkle. The next word is sa. 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 Sa is spelled as S A. It is the location marker, which introduces the location of the sparkle. The next word is iyong. 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 Iyong is spelled as I-Y-O-N-G. It consists of iyo, which means your, and the NG linker to contextually connected to the noun that you own. And that is mata. 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 Mata is spelled as M-A-T-A. It means I, the object that has a sparkle. Sa iyong mata is the complement phrase. To express a non-existential sentence, we add this word at the beginning of the sentence. Wala. 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 Wala is spelled as W-A-L-A. It means there is none or nothing. Here is an example of a non-existential sentence with a focus. Walang kurtina ang bintana. Walang kurtina ang bintana. Walang kurtina ang bintana. It means the window has no curtains. This sentence follows the PF format. Word for word it's walang kurtina. Ang bintana. Walang kurtina. Ang bintana. Walang kurtina. Ang bintana. The first word is walang. 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 Is spelled as W A L A N G. 
It consists of the word wala. 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 Which means nothing. And then we add the ng linker to contextually connect it to the next word. Which is cortina. 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 Cortina is spelled as K-U-R-T-I-N-A. It means curtain, or in this context, curtains. We borrowed it from Spanish. Walang cortina, which means no curtain, is the predicate phrase. Up next, we have ang. 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 Ang is spelled as A-N-G. It is the focus marker, which introduces the next word as the main noun of the sentence. And that is bintana. 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 Bintana is spelled as B-I-N-T-A-N-A. It means window. We borrowed it from Spanish. Ang bintana is the focus phrase. Here is an example of a non-existential sentence without a focus. Walang mangga sa palengke. Walang mangga sa palengke. Walang mangga sa palengke. It means there are no mangoes at the market. This sentence follows the PC format. Word for word it's walang mangga sa palengke. Walang mangga sa palengke. Walang mangga sa palengke. The first word is Walang, 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 walang is spelled as W-A-L-A-N-G. It consists of the word wala, 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 which means nothing. And then we add the NG linker at the end to contextually connect it to the next word, which is manga, 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 manga is spelled as M A N G G A. It means mango, or in this context, mangoes. Walang manga, which means no mango is the predicate phrase. Up next, we have sa. 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 Sa is spelled as S-A. It is the location marker which introduces where there are no mangoes. And that is palenque. 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 Palenque is spelled as P. A 
L E N G K E. It means market. Sapalenke is the complement phrase. Existential sentences can also be used to express the presence or absence of an action, but that will be taught in a future lesson. The next type of nonverb sentence will be discussed after this break. Kumusta? You've heard me countless times already about Radio Public. I personally use it and I'm telling you, it is the best podcast listening app out there. Radio Public works anywhere in the world. It is available on iOS and Android and it is 100% free with no hidden charges and subscriptions. It has an explore mode that lets you discover podcasts based on your favorite topics. And the best part, it rewards podcasters. Every listen to the Radio Public app earns money for participating podcasters and that's a huge help for independent podcasters like me. Again, check out Radio Public. That's one word on your app store. When you listen to my show on Radio Public, everyone benefits. And now, back to our lesson. We're back at Go Filipino. The next type of nonverb sentence is called prepositional sentence. This features a predicate that begins with the preposition word NASA. 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 NASA is spelled as N A S A. It means located at or simply at. For example, Nasa trabaho si Craig. Nasa trabaho si Craig. Nasa trabaho si Craig. It means Craig is at work. This sentence follows the PF format. Word for word it's Nasa trabaho si Craig. Nasa trabaho si Craig, NASA, trabajo, si, Craig. The first word is NASA, 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 NASA is spelled as N-A-S-A. It means located at. The next word is trabajo, trabajo. Trabajo. Trabajo is spelled as T-R-A-B-A-H-O. It means work. We borrowed it from Spanish. Nasa trabajo means at work and serves as the predicate phrase of the sentence. After that, we have C. 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 C is spelled as S-I. It is the focus name marker, which introduces the person who is at work. That happens to be Craig. Si Craig is the focus phrase. Another example, Nasa ibabaw ng mesa ang hapunan. Nasa ibabaw ng mesa ang hapunan. Nasa ibabaw ng mesa ang hapunan. It means, the dinner is on the table, 
or more specifically, the dinner is located on top of the table. This sentence follows the PCF format. Word for word it's nasa, ibabaw, nang, mesa, ang, hapunan, nasa, ibabaw, nang, mesa, ang, hapunan, nasa, ibabaw, nang, mesa, Ang hapunan. The first word is nasa. 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 Nasa is spelled as N A S A. It means located at. The next word is ibabaw. 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 Ibabaw is spelled as I. B, A, B, A, W. It means above or on top of something. Nasa ibabaw, which means located on top of something or simply on, is the predicate phrase of the sentence. The next word is nang. 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 Is spelled as ng. It is the possession marker indicating that the word before it, ibabaw, is owned by the entity after it, which is mesa. 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 Mesa is spelled as m e s a. It means table. We borrowed it from Spanish. Ibabaw ng mesa literally means table's top or top of the table, while ng mesa is the complement phrase. Up next we have ang. 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 Ang is spelled as A-N-G. It is the focus marker which introduces the main noun of the sentence, and that is hapunan. 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 Hapunan is spelled as H-A-P-U-N-A-N. It means dinner. Ang hapunan is the focus phrase. Another example. Nasa ilalim ng kama si Elaine. Nasa ilalim ng kama si Elaine. Nasa ilalim ng kama si Elaine. It means Elaine is underneath the bed. Or more specifically, Elaine is located under the bed. This sentence follows the PCF format. Word for word it's Nasa Ilalim Nang Kama Si Elaine Nasa Ilalim, nang, kama, si, Elaine, nasa, ilalim, nang, kama, si, Elaine. The first word is nasa.
NASA 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 is spelled as N A S A It means located at After that it's ilalim 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 is spelled as I L A L I M It means under or underneath something. Nasa ilalim, which literally means located underneath something, or simply under, is the predicate phrase. After that, it's nang. 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 Nang is spelled as ng. It is the possessive marker, indicating that the word before it, ilalim, is owned by the entity after it. And that is kama. 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 Kama is spelled as K-A-M-A. It means bed. Ilalim ng kama literally means the bed's underside or we can simply say under the bed. While ng kama is the complement phrase. Up next, we have C. 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 C is spelled as S-I. It is the focus name marker, which introduces the person who is under the bed. That person happens to be Elaine. See, Elaine is the focus phrase. Meanwhile, prepositional sentences that directs to places where an event will take place Begins with a sa marker. For example, Sa bahay ni Teresa ang despedida. Sa bahay ni Teresa ang despedida. Sa bahay ni Teresa ang despedida. It means the send-off party will take place in Teresa's house. This sentence follows the PCF format. Word for word is Sa Bahay Ni Teresa ang despedida sa bahay ni Teresa ang despedida sa bahay ni Teresa ang despedida The first word is sa sa Sa. Sa is spelled as S-A. It is the location marker which introduces the location of the event, which is Bahay. 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 Bahay is spelled as B-A-H-A-Y. It means house, where something is about to happen. Sa bahay is the predicate phrase. Up next, we have ni. 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 Ni is spelled as N-I. It is the possession name marker, which means that the object before it, bahay, is owned by the person after it. That person happens to be Teresa. Bahay ni Teresa means Teresa's house. While ni Teresa 
is the complement phrase. The next word is ang, 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 ang is spelled as A-N-G. It is the focus marker which introduces the main noun and that is despedida, 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 despedida is spelled as D E S P E D I D A. It means send off party or a going away party. It is celebrated when a person is about to leave, like they are moving to another city or they migrate to another country or it is their last day at the office. We borrowed it from Spanish. Ang despedida is the focus phrase. A prepositional sentence can also be used when the focus is a verb in noun form, but we will discuss that in a future lesson. We will be right back after this break. Hey guys, one way to keep this podcast running is by subscribing to my Patreon. For only $5 a month, listeners of Go Filipino get early access to newly published lessons and future exclusive content such as lesson plans, one-on-one translations, and Filipino pop culture discourse among others. If $5 is too much for you, a $1 tip is highly appreciated. A big shout out to our current patrons, John Bailey, Carla, Caroline Jane Walsh, Teresa Salud, Roger Shaktel, Natasha Esguera, Abigail Rotzel, Craig Putz, Elaine, Raf Probably, and Jess L. Thank you so much for making this podcast possible. You too can also subscribe to my Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash GoPilipinaPod and enjoy exclusive perks. And now, back to our lesson. We're back at Go Filipino. Let's recap what we have learned. You can create a Tagalog sentence without using any action word, or what we call verbs. These types of sentences are formed by crafting a predicate phrase with either a noun, an adjective, an existential indicator like may or wala, or a preposition like nasa. Don't forget to share this podcast with a friend or family member who might want to learn more about Tagalog, one of the most beautiful languages in Asia. I leave you now with a Tagalog proverb, Nasa Diyos ang awa, nasa tao ang gawa. Nasa Diyos ang awa, nasa tao ang gawa. Nasa Diyos ang awa, nasa tao ang gawa. It means, God has mercy, man has action. Prayers are nothing if you do not act on it. God is gracious to people who help themselves. Word for word, it's Nasa, Jos, Ang, Awa, Nasa, Tao, Ang, Gawa, Nasa, Jos, Ang, Awa, Nasa, Tao, Ang, Gawa. Nasa, Jos, Ang, Awa, Nasa,
tao ang gawa. Again, nasa Diyos ang awa, nasa tao ang gawa. Until next time, paalam, bye-bye! This has been Go Filipino. Let's learn Tagalog with me, Chris Andres. For inquiries, email me at gofilipinopod at gmail.com. Special thanks to Kevin McLeod for the theme song, Rainbows.